You are listening to Let's Go Jojo, the weekly Jojo's Bizarre Adventure podcast about weekly anime from Dynamite in the Brain and Secret of the Sailor Madness. So come along and hang with the Let's Go gang. It's Dwayne. Hello. It's Niall. I'm back, baby. And it's me, Brian. Uh, and on this episode, we are covering anime that aired the week of the 5th of November to the November the 12th. That's not how you say it normally. Uh, and we're going to talk about one thing which wasn't in those weeks, and that is Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Part 6. Episode 22, Time for Heaven, New Moon, New Priest. Um, <laughs> See him all attitude. Yeah. Tony Blair considers rewrite. Uh, Uh, so yes ff did not die last week she's got one more trick up her sleeve she's gonna die this week yes (laughs) that's her (laughs) trick no she's gonna get on the intercom uh get in touch with weather report and send him coded messages by clanking rocks together so that he can rejuvenate uh, her body via the power of rain and this drives Poochie crazy. Before we get to that, we have a little another flashback of Poochie and Dio hanging out on bed to, in their beds together. Uh, just like, no, just like curling up, talking about boys they like or artists they, they admired who understood the key to heaven. You know, boy stuff. Yeah, you know, just curling each other's hair and saying, Poochie, what are your dreams? But, um,. Dio brings up a fact that Iraqi wouldn't be very aware of how many people go into the Louvre for on a given fucking uh, vacation period, that kind of thing. Um, and he's basically talking about making... He's obsessed with immortality. He's already a vampire. But it's like, but your power... It's like those those artists, they had the power to make a stand that would... Oh. Is that my internet going entirely or just Dwayne's? Just Dwayne's. Okay. Your stand could make people live forever. You you completely froze up there, Dwayne. No, that's between you and God, unfortunately. Yes, but I think you've caught up with uh, me now because you answered yeah, that. Yeah, but basically saying like, no, yeah, the Mona Lisa is totally a stank. That's like someone's manifestation of their mental energy. So hmm. why not? Let's say a CD reject from a person's head. That could be a soul. Hmm. But what uh, if you yeah. just rip that CD over and over again? <laughs> you just live forever in a computer. <laughs> Or in a weird green baby. Here, I'm going to give you my, t- my foot bone. You'll know what to do when the time is right. Yeah. Um, which turns out the thing you'll know what to do is to eat your fucking arm off. Um... <laughs> well, it's a very hungry baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's a growing boy. It's a growing boy. Um, yes. It, so the rain is pouring down and, uh, yeah, Poochie's losing his shit because this plan isn't working. And then he calms himself down by counting... Uh, prime numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. And he's like, I haven't lost yet. Um, Meanwhile, uh, in, in the Epiglades. Yes, the baby's hungry and starts eating Anasui's hair. Uh, and then some <laughs> dirt. Like, oh, I'm, I'm reconsidering this relationship, but no, I didn't think there'd be kids involved and I wanted to hook up with you. <laughs> and, oh, I'm not ready for that kind of um, thing just yet. Um, well, so he's I not s- going to break it off. He's just like, well, I need to convince the love of my life to kill this baby. Yeah, it's really <laughs> very important here. to kill this baby. Yeah, uh, my style. And Alice is like, hang on a second. There's two people approaching. Let's get down and hide. But those two people are Foo Fighters and Weather Report. Mm-hmm. Uh, Foo Fighters he heals up Jolene's eye, so you don't have to look at it gooping out of her skull for the rest of the series. 
Yeah, because I, I was I was like wondering there. Like, I knew I knew she got her eye fixed before the end of the comic, but like if I saw Foo Fighters die just then, but all they didn't die was actually another like uh a wrinkle in this just yet. So got to care of all that. And even then, like, you know, by the end episode it seems that like, you know, besides just kind of stitching up just like open wounds, like uh now stone freak and just like reattach limbs and it's all the like, kind of connect I guess all the muscles and bones and things down to the like microscopic level with strings, I suppose, as well. Yeah, she's gotten better at the microsurgery, I think, is the is the dealio. But you can't mm. fix an eye a melting eyeball with stitches, as far mm. as I know. Different kind of doctor, yeah. Mm. Um And then they're discussing what to do with the green baby, and I see is like, let's kill this abomination, and Foo Fighters is hang on a second, I'm an abomination. Uh Based off your description, that could be me. And also, you keep calling me Plankton very insultingly right now, even though my name is FF or Foo Fighters, whichever. That's offensive, man. Come on. Um, and he's like, hey, weather, uh, weather report, what do you think? And he's like, well, I think I'm going to kill you. And thrusts his arm straight through Anasui's chest because this is actually Poochie in disguise. Look, everybody, it's Poochie. <laughs> You've got something to say. Uh, dear. I'm going to take the baby. Um, but then he gets greedy and decides he's going to kill Jolene first. Well, I do need to. You gotta like he. He's right. You do need to double tap. You can't just go now to celebrate my victory. No, wait. Need to make sure she's dead because I did see that she was the only person who slightly dodged my attack. And Jolene's like, "That's right. I did slightly dodge your attack. Also, we're doing this prison rules and makes a chain <laughs> out of her yeah. string." To do like the your your manacle together kind yes. of fight, which is fucking rad. So it's like stay cam, prime numbers. Oh god, she's crazy. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, but he's like, ah, oh, but yeah, you're, I, I've I've already finished off your dad, and he didn't live very long. And I was like, hang on, mate, have you not looked at the joke? I know there's the the first Joe Star didn't live very long that Dio dealt with, but there was one Joe Star who lived an awfully long time. <laughs> do not assume <laughs> that Joe Stars die quickly. <laughs> Well, that no. was the curse that uh, Joseph broke, I think, was the deal. Because he lived to be very fucking old. Yes, yeah, because his dad them. died in mm. the war, didn't he? Um, mm. Yeah, so. Uh, no, he didn't die in the war. He was killed by a vampire. Oh. No, it was the First World War. Not the Second World War. Oh, was he it his pilot, the pilot dad? <laughs> uh, the pilot, he discovered there were vampires oh. in the RAF because he's like a natural heroic Joe Star type yes. who can sniff out That's this right, kind of yeah. trouble. And he, he, well, he wasn't a stand user or a ripple yes. user or anything like that, so he got killed. And But he also adds that, um, yeah, Joe Stars don't tend to live very long. Uh, that's why um, Jotaro isn't going to live very long, and he takes Jotaro's disc and... Well, that's, that's like, after he's had his face absolutely butchered by... Oh, yeah, he got the shit kicked out of him. But he has the good plan of, if I throw your dad's disc into this guy who's bleeding out over there, you're going to have to prioritize saving him over punching the shit out of me. Or punch the shit out of me. I'm Again, he's gambling. Yes. It's just like... I'm going to try and guess your priorities. She does basically. initially punch the shit out of him some more and then goes a little. and tries to get the disc. But uh, oh my goodness, Anasui's dying. He's absorbed the disc. The disc's going to go with him. But Anasui manages to do a li- one last stand maneuver to send his blood towards FF so mm-hmm. that she could use it for moisture and then take over his body. He's going to sacrifice himself for Jolene. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the end, FF sacrifices herself for Anasui and mm. Jolene. Yeah. 
And it's a nice kind of thing because you're made it understood. This is like a like colony of like millions of plankton that are bonded together to form this kind of standing. So like, you know, like are they like an individual like little things or they all one clip of thing, but it's supposed from hanging out with Jolene and Hermes and Asri and you know, fighting all these stands and making friends and eating lunch and you know, throwing the baseball in the yard. It's like, yeah, there is like a personality there called FF and because you can tell because they've got a soul and it's going to heaven. Because they get the, they get the full yes. send off, you know, for and saying mm-hmm. it's all right, Tony. Because you know, had some good times. I really, I literally found myself, you know, and my 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 soul is ascending to stand heaven. Uh, that's, uh, no, that's kind it's of a, 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 a nice, like, nice little thing, like of FF saying, like, is like I was worried that I wouldn't get to say goodbye and everything. And Jolene's like, but we could just totally bring you back to life. And it's like, yeah, but that wouldn't be me. That wouldn't be the sum of my life experiences. And I lived. And I'm satisfied with how I'm going out yes. because I lived a good life because you were my friend. And I was just like, oh, that's yeah, it's all very nicely done. Like last week, it was kind of like, oh, man, what a downer. Whereas this week, it's kind of like she she earned her FF, uh, earned her uh, or their um, personhood, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think also a big part of it is Adesiri, I think, like willing to sacrifice himself for FF. Yeah, I think that's another yeah. step of like, oh, this it, guy. It, is who's that been... the only noble thing he's actually done? I feel like it might be, where he was like, yeah, you can totally take over my corpse and ride it around as you've been yeah. doing up to this point. That's about a bit like you know, because there are like, you no, know, there's a little bit of of food fires inside of all of them, keeping their organs where they should be. So hmm. they'll carry her forward uh, with themselves into the what dangers to come. Hmm. Um, meanwhile, Pucci is reciting a shibboleth in order to activate the green baby. Um, which is a feels like some sort of uh, proper monkey dishwasher. Yes, it's like a William Burroughs cut up that he's reciting to this baby. Uh, and because then, I was thinking for a second, did he take too many hits to the head or something? Yeah. Is that what's happening right yeah. now? Yeah. Uh, spiral staircase, rhinoceros beetle, <laughs> desolation road, thick <laughs> rhinoceros beetle. Um, yeah, <laughs> it gets the baby's attention, and then he's like. Would you like this bone? Would you like this bone, baby? Uh, here, here. Yeah, and then... Ah, no. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> the terrible twos already. Uh, but yes, he's happy to have his arm ripped off and dragged into a bush because he's entering Dio's world, apparently. Hmm. I'm sure that can't be good. I'm sure uh, it's... So it's, He will come out much like him and Dragon Cross with a wondrous, like, models after this. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm not lying, like, you know, he's going to, like, fun, I guess, their essence is going to fuse again. He's going to come up and say, you've been resurrected and your hair is fabulous. Yeah, it's all part of the thing. Uh, and that's where we leave it. Um, with Weather Report still trying to find out where the other guys are over the radio. Hmm. I, I, I get that folks get messed up like an awful lot in here, but, you know, like in Jolene or whatever, in case you can't get back and going. But Weather Report, he got messed up pretty bad with having screws blasted into him. He's been like laid up in the fucking, uh, fucking medical wing for all this time now. But then it's supposed yeah. probably only be like a day and a half, realistically. Yeah, it hasn't been that long to, to recover from uh, all the fucked up injuries he had. Um, and I did appreciate himself and Foo Fighters um, figuring out the plan. It's like, okay, we'll have like a little CB radio where we can talk to each other kind of at a distance and we can organize it. And you can make it rain if I'm in trouble. So that's great. Um, but then you have the, the Jolene hugging the fake weather report and, and it's going like, what the fuck? Who's that guy she's hugging? I should be getting all the hugs. 
So he, yeah. he does a, a huge amount of selfishness before his um, nearly yeah. final act of uh, yeah. sacrifice. There's a nice attention paid as well, I think, to like because you, you get as, as like having fucking extended out as it is, you get a sense of the time is passing. Because we started yeah. off and it was daytime in prison, and then when they escaped, it was sunset. And now we're in the dead of night uh, yeah. as they're making a yeah. uh, way out, out of the swamp. And then all the bad stuff happens, but it's okay because the dawn is just around the corner. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, and they got Jotaro's memory disc back, albeit a little bit damaged. Scratched. He's <laughs> not going to remember how to drive. <laughs> I, was I left-handed or right-handed? Uh... I feel like he probably doesn't know how to drive. Because I, I feel like that's, that's the thing <laughs> the Joe Styles are not uh... <laughs> Never put them behind the wheel of anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, probably for the best, you know. <laughs> Can't tie shoes, you know. It's the small annoying things, you know, not like you know, like like your daughter's birthday or something like that. You no, know, it's gonna be like little things, you know, like you know, what way do you like your eggs? It's like, oh I gotta do all this over again till I figure it out. And it's not like his life isn't confusing enough. His um his it's his uncle? No, it's his yeah, his uncle is way younger than him, isn't it? Yes. Like at least by ten years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, his life is very confusing anyway, yes. and that's not counting all the stand shit, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it, it's odd stuff, but um, yeah. The, the interesting thing was like how frustrated Poochie was by just rain and fog. So, it's <laughs> getting wet. Yeah, you know, like you know, like all the, the, the priestly uh, tabards and stuff. They get. But it wasn't know, even him getting wet. He, he was dry. It was his stand getting wet. Was the the problem. <laughs> <laughs> what do you feel everything you know because stand yeah, you know yes, it's like yeah. you know it's like, ah! <laughs> what's the point uh, then uh, we've got Pui Pui Molkar Driving School episode 5 Love Letter from the Bum in which there is a guy who wants to give uh, one of the instructors at the driving school a love letter he drops it and then a post Molkar eats it and then the, today's lesson for the Molkars who are being retrained. They're being trained in possible. Here's some work Molkars. This is work Molkars do in the community. <laughs> Let's see how capable of other yes. Molkars' uh, jobs you you would be of. Like yes. uh, ambulance driver, a... no good. No. Host, you can be a post fan. You can be a police car. You can be a treasure hunter. <laughs> yes. And a DJ. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, I did take a screenshot of all the jobs because they were all in English on the screen. Um, uh, it was, uh, yeah, working Molkar. What have we got here? We've got uh, taxi Molkar, postal Molkar, yeah, police Molkar, ambulance Molkar, DJ Molkar, green grocer Molkar. Green grocer. Oh, yeah, the green grocer. That was, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the DJ yeah. one was pretty good because they're just jamming. Yeah. And the last one is treasure hunter Molkar. But yeah, the last one they, they, they actually do is the. Postal Molkar, where apparently you put the post in the Molkar, they digest the post, they shit out the post, and then the post returns to its original shape. The difficult, it's easy to eat a letter, it's easy to shit a letter, but it's not easy to shit a letter in a way that it reforms itself. And the Molkars demonstrate this by the posts when they have to demonstrate eating their shit and then shitting it out. And it turns into a letter after being a little turd. Yes. And then it's like, oh, yeah, let me just eat that letter again and try it. And I was like, this is fucking disgusting. But if you think it, about it for any length it of time. Is, and it's the comedy of repetition because the amount of time this yes. love letter gets eaten and shit out. It's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> because the thing I thought from the title of, this is just like the, the dude who sent a letter. It was just some kind oh. of a bomb. was like, okay, yeah. I'm like, okay, he's, 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 
it's just got like unrequited like passion, but okay, I don't need to call him a bum. I didn't think it was going to take it quite so literally. Yeah, yeah. Yep, so, uh, but then eventually uh, the lady realizes the letters for her, and wouldn't you know, she's got a love letter for him as well. And then uh, Teddy shits out a bomb and everybody... I think this is my favourite one of the series so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This this is the level of humour I think it handles very fucking well. Again, that should be gross as heck, but because it's like weird little felt cars who are alive doing the eating and shitting constantly, there's no problem. Uh, to be an adventure mode car, you have to swing on a vine, which is like a, a, as a car-shaped guinea pig or a guinea pig-shaped car. You're not, not equipped to do. That'd be hard for a regular guinea pig, not to mention one with tires for legs. Yeah. Hmm. Then it is Welcome to Demon School and Rubicon, episode five of season three, Cunning Demons, in which our focus is now on Jazz and Schneider. Hmm. Hmm. What were they up to? Why are they dressed like that? Uh, it's because they were, they were they taken out in the town. Well, well, it was, it was like a viral pandemic from 2020. And uh, so they're being very, <laughs> uh, very, like, no, no it, it, it's, all, it's all part of a grift because it's what they learned in their thing. Because and we got, like, jazz, obvious, like, grifter, con artist type of dude. And you got Schneider, who was just, like, very, like, eloquent and smart. That's kind of been his whole thing besides being a weird lion man. But because he's smart, it means he's also good at, at, at doing cons and fooling people. So, like, yes, because they're in section three, and we see that they managed to con the uh, demon biology student out of all the points. Uh, yeah, demon, yeah, because again, uh, they go over rather. the rules. Yeah. You can earn the points by gathering the materials. You can earn the points by um, what was the second way of earning points? Well, stealing them. Yes, yeah, stealing them is the third way. It's just like, Every- that's fine as long as you don't. Like you can attack someone, but like not like beat the shit out of them. That's that's yes. unacceptable. Everything is on the table except like direct violence. So yeah. yeah, yeah. If you if you get caught out, like you know, then that's your own fault. You shouldn't have fallen for the cheating. Um, hmm. And we see we see in section one, first part of the episode is uh, those two lads have challenged them to a duel of like who can get the most dangerous boss monster first, if. Uh, the guys from the Misfit class win, then they're going to get all their points that they've already accumulated. And hmm. they're like, oh, so you want our points if you win it? Like, no, 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 we want you to give our teacher back. Um, <laughs> we, we want him back on the battlefield. Which I assume is for, for yeah. based on what we know of... Uh, he we, he's, he's the only one who's had the battlefield mentioned in his background, even though it doesn't get mentioned hmm. in this episode. It's his rank. Uh, yes. Uh, hmm. And then in section two, uh, uh, the little owl boy and Soroli, that's the... Uh... Kamui, and, Kamui and Soroli, yeah. Yes. They've, uh, they've uh, tamed every vicious beast in the forest, so just by the gathering these together, that didn't mean to get all the points for them, even though you didn't like, get them on things. So it's just like, no, well, why, why do you got to go out and hunt things? You can just like, summon them to their side straight away. Yes, and she's like, "Go on, oh yeah." It's like, it's, now I see how this is going to be great. My idol career. If I can just like bend them to my will and make them love me, then. Uh... And also, the best part is they, they they're not. Um, she's not doing it in her idol persona. This is a regular. This is her. She's the one with all the power, so she's really reveling in it. Yes, because she's the, learned the by queen. subduing her cuteness, she could use her beauty to its full power. <laughs> uh. Uh, and the way uh, Kamui reacts, it was like, oh yeah, there's probably a very thin line between him and the beasts that they're 
hunting. It's like, mm-hmm. where does the line go of being a demonic beast and actually being a demon? Um, I, I would presume speech, but a bunch of these animals seem to be able to talk. I mean, well, like, yes, at least to he can talk. So, yes, because yeah. of his power, he can talk to the animals. Mm. But I mean, that means they can talk. So yes, yeah, where yeah. is the fucking line? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, it's just, oh, we can't understand you, so we're going to eat you. Uh, a, it's probably the demon's attitude. Uh, and then, and then mm. we get this, this section three where, the, yes, they con them out of all their points. And then we learn why they've become so good at conning people and also why they are dressed as barmen. Uh, <laughs> because their training was to be taken to a nightclub. Uh and then and indulge in all the adult vices, yeah. and it's like, wow, that was really sound of you, sir, to like let us um to just show us a night in the town and pay our tab and everything. It's like, no, I'm selling you into slavery because uh, I didn't pay you your tab, <laughs> and I'll make a nice profit on the top of it. Um, I will come in every day and play a guessing game with you as your slaves to this bar. Um, and if you can guess right, it's uh you you'll be free. And it's just which which hand is the coin in, basically? Yes. the coin in left or right, and it's just fun saying, no, nope, wrong again, I'll see you tomorrow. Anyways, <laughs> gluck, gluck, gluck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and they're getting start. more and more resentful, understandably, but by proxy are picking up a, on a bunch of schemes that adults tend to do. Yeah, also yeah. having to work in the service industry, which is which is hell, I I do I do agree with yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> it was like uh, this from what we've been reading uh, in our Shonen Jumps like, you know, uh, of recent weeks, and it was Akane Banashi, where she used to kind of uh, learn stuff on a job as an artist and also just a regular mm. job working in the public. And she's picking up on things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone, it's, like, it's how you kind of like uh, interact with people and be, be able to read them. Mm-hmm. So that's where you get the whole thing about saying, you know, it's, do I have any tells? So like, let's wear a face mask and let's say you got a cold, you know, and then people can't read what's going on with your face and it helps you to fool them. Also, you know, it helps, stops you getting seasonal flus and other bugs. You know, it's, I mean, and also if you do, both do it and you're wearing the uniform already, it'll look cool. Yeah, it's like you're in a gang and they're cool. <laughs> so if I'm saying, all right, buds, we're telling it in. And it is like, you know, fucking like, uh, just fun throw their own coin and then fucking or to knock it out of his hand and then fun or when we toss the coin and snatch it out of the air and he's just fun saying it's in my right hand motherfucker it's just like very good very good it was in left hand actually I had to close this fucking two coins in the golden motherfucker <laughs> yeah because Kamui comes up with the plan of we're playing by his rules and we don't know how the fuck he's he's winning every time he's clearly cheating but we don't know how he's cheating so mm. what if we change the rules the, the thing is guess which hand the coin is in not guess which one of my hands the coin is in so it's like it's in my fucking hand because I took it off you um which is like so they've decided to not try and figure out his ability he's like yeah you probably should have figured out my ability as well though because that's how it's in my left hand so I'll see you tomorrow guys <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty great yeah uh, it's a, it's like a, a gambling manga light which I am always uh, very appreciative <laughs> of um and just the whole thing like because it's um as well like um these are all like you know more or less some a, bu- a bunch a bunch of good kids a bunch of good lads so, you know but it doesn't matter the fact that you're also demons in the underworld mm-hmm. you're meant to be like the embodiments of, of vice and sin so it doesn't ever like uh, it isn't trying to kind of downplay it at all these are all kind of good but also like you know have the worst impulses and rather than it's just cool being about like straightening those out, it's about how do you direct those impulses towards some kind of good for demon society. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it is fun the way like it is the standard shonen thing of we're going to get in fights and contests and it's going to be about the power of friendship and teamwork. 
but also like fucking the other guy over because we're the good guys. So if we fuck the other guy over, then that's good. It's yeah. it's, it's objective good. Yeah, because our example yeah, here is like it's a rumor. He is the nicest young man you're ever going to meet. Mm-hmm. However, for him to actually like uh, progress and grow as a person, he has to accept and deal with. I just feel really pissed off at people sometimes, and I want to act, do something about it. Yeah, like in the last week when he had to, like, you need to, you can't just aim for your goals with like noble aspirations. What do you want? That's a greedy, selfish thing that you want, and use that as the fuel to drive you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, yeah, you're using your selfishness as a thing to drive you forward uh, towards betterment, but you do have to accept that you are. A human or a demon, um, and you have self desires and shitty fucking opinions, and mm. you get pissed sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It was like you're gonna feel like negative emotions and impulses in your life. You're only fucking like a living fucking human, like fun, like sentient fun being. So, how do you make that work for you? How do you how do you make, make the best of that situation? But you fucking you try and run a con on your teacher, or you punch somebody <laughs> out, you're really just fucking asking for it, you know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we see from Pachika though is that the problem is the demon society goes too far in the opposite direction, and that nothing gets achieved because they're too yeah. selfish and too exactly. lazy. Exactly, it needs a balance of it. You do need the power mm. of friendship and teamwork sometimes. Yes, um, mm. and also hard work. That's the that's the things the demons are lacking. Uh, mm. Except bizarrely, uh, the the weirdos who Aruba uh, runs into. Um, Hmm. Yeah, and they're like, oh, because they're doing the commentary, aren't they? The uh, the Bosnian teacher and uh, I can't remember what the other guy teaches. Uh, Darley, uh, Robin, is, is it? No, 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 no it's not, not Robin. It's, it's Darley. It's, it's some other dude. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, I I mix the two of them up. They're kind of similar kind of characters. Um, not yeah. the script. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I did like your man trying to look over the shoulders, like I want, I want to see what my students are doing. I yes. can't, but yeah, Balam is too shy to ask them to let him have a look at the TV. And meanwhile, we see the principal and opera hiding behind uh, a wall, poking their heads out. Uh, they ask, they're wondering what Aruba is doing. But when they go and check on section four, there's like a load of students. They seem to be tracking. Are they, is, are they tracking a beast? And then we see that no, they're tracking Aruba, who is sat in a clearing, mm-hmm. uh, picking yeah. flowers. Um, I'm I'm sure you've all like probably like uh, I've said it already from last week about mm-hmm. really getting like uh, illusions and flashbacks here to like the narrow sort of junior ninja exam in the forest because even like the way those trees, especially in those when they kind of bend up like that, it's all like just the way the trees are and it's fucking bit of narrow. No, mm-hmm. I I I've. That that my knowledge of that that bit of knowledge of Naruto has been erased from my brain. It is uh, being pushed <laughs> it was very aside for yeah. <laughs> other bits mm. of information. Um, I think the title is something about pure demons next week, so I assume it's going to be all about Clara and Iruma, the mm. uh, most innocent of the demons. Once they're innocent, even a demon himself. Um, uh, which I guess we will also they'll have uh, lead and I can never remember her name the other the lady demon in the misfit class um, yeah yeah um, who was taking the super bus uh, classes is it, is it better yeah that's it yeah because they they point out at the start of like every where everybody is and how far they've got to go to get their ranks because I was, yeah, I was yeah. like oh yeah that's the thing Aruba's like higher than a whole load of them some of these people in the class are worse mm. than Aruba they've got more of a job to do than Aruba has um, which was uh, yeah nice to be reminded 
it's a fun way of going like to to basically go like and obviously like uh, with one guy who doesn't need to rank up at all he's he's fine where he is yes um so it's like it's not everyone needs to everyone needs to power up for the next bit it's just like no everyone needs to level off so we're all at the same fucking playing field basically yeah yeah uh which is why they're going to split all the points but hmm uh, then we got Spy Family talking of more exams. Uh, episode eighteen, Uncle the Private Tutor and Daybreak, in which the uh, is it the midterm exams are coming up. Yeah, and it's definitely like a, some quarter exams. Yeah, or something. And like, like the yeah, mock yeah. the mock test Andy has done very poorly on, and so they're gonna. Hmm. Uh, every every fail is a, is a, is a bolt against her, so you could potentially be fucking four bolts uh, laid on you if you don't pass these tests. So it's very likely that she could be kicked the fuck out at the, at the end of these tests. And peace between the East and West as Cold War will just go on forever. Uh, so the uncle ends up acting as a tutor, much to his annoyance, but then Anya charms him by reading his mind and knowing the right things to say. Um, oh, that that was a that was a, the, the, one of the few times her mind reading has actually come in useful. It's like, wait, he loves his sister. I love my mother. Who is this angel appeared before <laughs> me? Uh, amazing. Um, yes, yeah, but he ends up teaching uh, the wrong things, things which aren't in this exam after all. Um, hmm. But does encourage her to do studying herself, which then will pay off in the second half of the episode. Uh, also, he poisons himself by eating all of. Uh, yours terrible cookies. Well, there's some well, crumbs. He does, the he does storm eats. off. He's like, I'm not teaching this stupid kid anymore. Shit. <laughs> like, but I baked a batch of cookies. He storms back, eats all the cookies, and storms off again while puking. It's a very nice sort of little thing, Rod. Yeah, bongs after the crumbs. Bongs should be eating those. dogs shouldn't eat chocolate to begin with. So no matter who made it. <laughs> and then, like, Lloyd comes in. Honey, I'm home. And the dog is just flopped out there. But they don't make any remark on it. It's just flopped out. It's like, oh, he's sleeping. <laughs> Sleeping, right? Oh, sleeping the sleep of death. The olden sleep. Ooh. <laughs> um, so then they do the exams, and then the second half is daybreak. Where, uh... oh, the other thing is Anya can't read minds because it's the it's oh, a new moon, and she yes. can't read yeah. minds during a new moon. That uh, hasn't come it, up before. It's yeah. always that little thing in full screen because you accept it so readily because it's part of the comedy premise. Oh yeah, she was fucking experimenting on a lab. And everybody like bring it up again, and then occasionally you get little bits like that. I've, well, yeah. I've long since forgotten about from reading yes. it. Yeah. I mean, she gets completely distracted because uh, she she remembers this and is like, "Oh, I mean, I've got to really study." Then tries to reads Bond's mind to try because she's hoping that Bond is somehow Bond, show me the test results. Go to see the future <laughs> with the test results in it, but uh, sees that she's going to have uh, Hamburg steak. For dinner and just forgets yes. that that's an issue at all. Ah, should you use my uh, wish on yes, that? Favorite dinner. Now oh, wait, I'm a child. I forgot what the fuck I was focusing on. Yeah. Um, well, well, it's, it's clear. Obviously, that the, the future needs to involve Bond somehow before before he can see it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not taking. He needs exam. to see it himself, I think. And also, a dog is going to pay attention as to what's for dinner. That's very important to a dog. Yes, there might be leftovers. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, so no. Lloyd Lloyd goes to the academy and he's like, well, I'm going to have to fix her results. Um, so disguises himself as a professor, but then sees another spy who <laughs> is terrible at being a spy called Daybreak. Oh, he's just combat rolling his way all the way, all towards the Hall of Records. It's just like fun. 
parkour. You know, like in the in the stealth game in your Metal Gears or your Hitman, where you're just taking the piss, you're just throwing suitcases at every motherfucker's head. I don't fucking care. You're mm. not doing the stealth run. You're just having a laugh. That's this motherfucker. <laughs> That's you, his walk, you walk around the crowd, even in safe public spaces, like a weirdo. Like, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's him. He's kind of humming his own theme song under his breath. You know, it's this kind of dude. Because I come of deep it because that's the opposite of Twilight. It's not really. Uh... <laughs> yeah, um, he he considers himself the 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 oh, counter spy to to Twilight, and. Um, he manages to get past two guards in a very ridiculous way um, by making himself a flag, as far as I can tell. Mm, yes. A flag. Um, mm. and he's been hired by somebody to alter some test results. And Lloyd thinks, oh, he's been hired by the Desmond family to alter the Desmond's test results. but To make he, them look good. He's been hired by somebody else, it turns out, to alter the Desmond's test results. And that will mm. also not help the plan. Uh, but he has to because this guy is such a bad fuck up of a spy he has to basically help this guy he's like like when he can't get past the security gate the security guard's like yeah you need a pass otherwise I can't let you through he's like oh come on buddy it's like excuse me sir is this your pass you dropped down the corridor he's like Abs- uh, no it's not my oh, yes yes it is uh, he has to walk this guy through it he has to pretend to be knocked out by this guy's judo chop um, just like, come on, get fucking done already. I need to yeah. alter the test results myself. Yeah. It was actually reminding me of some kids of Hitman I've had, actually, where you just blunder your way through it. It just somehow works. You'll do the stealth run after this. This is just figuring the space out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, so, yes, he has, he gets, well, <laughs> Daybreak goes to knock Lloyd unconscious and, uh, and then Lloyd has to break from pretending to be unconscious because the guy is still cocking things up. Because uh, he's going get... <laughs> to—he's not only altering the Desmond's test results, obviously to be bad. Is he's, he's trying to ruin the Desmond family name and get the sons expelled? But he's going to sign them. Yes. Daybreak, so everyone knows that I did this. Like, but that would defeat the purpose of you altering the test results. You... Yes, because he leaps up and says, "You call yourself a spy." Uh, again, and then he has quickly goes back to his uh, cover ideas. I, I didn't see anything. I'm not going to tell you anything. I just go, "What do you mean you didn't say anything? You got to tell everybody about this. <laughs> Keep it on the DL, but tell everyone that you saw Daybreak." And then he rolls out. Yes. Uh, and then yes, he sees that. Oh no, he was altering the Desmond's results to make them fail. So he puts those back mm. and then looks at Anya's, and then he doesn't have to do any work because she's passed. It turns out. Well, he just about. <laughs> it's it's the idea. Like, and it was, it was really nice. And it's like you fucking idiot. You love your daughter. You love your wife. You love your family because you didn't alter her test results so she'd start winning the stars. You went. She worked really hard to barely not fail. I'm gonna leave those alone. Yeah. Okay. She she earned that. Yeah. I'm going to give out to her still, obviously. Yes. Sick of world peace. I cannot stand. <laughs> she was 213,228. If you uh, add all her scores together, it's more than 100. So that's pretty good. And she's very smug because she didn't get any of the, uh, whatever the... Um, Contrast bolt, is it? Yes, that's it. Um, and he, also she can read Lloyd's mind about how pleased he is. and then he, But then she gets told off for having a smug face. Uh, what are you so smug about you did terribly these are all barely passes Um, which is a funny like reacting to things inside people's heads that they're never going to say out loud Um, yeah 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 
Uh, I hope this isn't the last we've seen of Daybreak. Because, I think it uh, is, according to the wiki, for the time being. I think it I, is. I hope yeah. he, shows, he hasn't shown up again in the comic, but he is a very fucking funny character. So yeah. yeah. Well, the Gabrick and uh, Agent Nightfall, who is the real mm. deal next. As as we do see at the end of this episode, he does get immediately fired from his job as a spy. So you know, I mean, like not unsurprisingly. Yeah. Well, this is like, an independent contractor who's got for himself. I got the mm. ideas of like, like you know, it's going to ruin his rep around town for sure. Hmm. He'll be known as a as the spy to not hire. Yeah. I'll be for the best. And then we've got Pop Team Epic Series 2, Episode 6. Pop memories to you. Uh, and we are... Our first sketch is Space Neko Company directing, or producing rather. It is Pop Team Epic Night Show with our special guest, the Earth. How's it going, Earth? <laughs> But if Earth's here, wait a minute. What are we standing on? That's right, Popico. It's always been a sham. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 first half of that was funny because it's the joke. It's a funny joke, and the second half of that was funny because of her screaming it as as the guy is. That's right, Popico. You know, it's just like whoa, yeah. Fucking... I, I quite like the guys. I don't know, I can't remember who was on it this week. Uh, but I like them because they just the play. guys from My Hero Academia. Yeah. One guy is Kirishima and the other and guy Kaminari. is Kaminari. Yeah. yeah. They're very fucking funny. I'll they're just playing idea. it as men. They're not trying yeah. to put on they're not terrible even, fake they're, women's They're barely voices. trying. They're very much so not on script. It's very funny. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it, it works like for the... Um, it works for like the the, 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 the next sketching because yes. it's like taking off like a like a romance game. Yeah, Tokimeki Memorial, do, I think specifically. Oh. Memorial, yeah, and like um, so they do kind of both like you know here's like the female of interest and here's the male of interest on the B part of it. Then I did enjoy that one as well because the first on the first version um were initially uh is a pop up because the is the childhood friend or. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. there, I mean, there's so many characters. There's so many. But, but then she shows up them. again as the as the Kohai, the younger uh, uh, student. And I was like, wait a minute, was she that in the earlier scene? I was like, wait, am I fucking messing up? And then they kept showing up as every other character in the game, and I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. All right, yeah, fair enough. it's uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty. And then, in fact, the the punchline is cutting to the person playing it, who I assume are comedians who I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's comedians uh, good at pulling faces yeah yes different different people uh in uh, each one mm-hmm. uh, the men's one is worse because it, it turns out they didn't actually finish the game um it's not just a terrible <laughs> game it was unfinished <laughs> uh dear uh then it is uh kamikaze duga with uh popico is going to be auto tracking all day and then PPB joins in, and then they kind of they glitch and they merge into one being. Um, mm. uh, the Akbu one is cooking. San is making fried rice, <laughs> very lightly fried. Yes, um, and then he's about to settle down to eating his fried rice when uh, PPB opens the door, grabs his fried rice, and takes it because that, this apparently is. Uh, Popico's Uber Eats order. Hmm. I guess they just run around stealing food. It's almost like the straightest an Akbu sketch has been for a while, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I, even this guy, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Some sort of cop-faced, desperate Dan-looking motherfucker. But I was like, I like the look of it, but I was just like, who's this guy? Is it? And then they show up to ruin his day. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. 
Uh, and then the next one is Junichi Yamamoto. I, is this Kapasuchi a real thing? Because I notice there's copyright messages whenever the Kappa characters appear on the screen. Uh, well, there's mm. Kappa lots of things, so I, I'd say, yeah, probably. There's probably a Kappa Sushi. Yeah. I mean, like, like... They, they've had the sponsored stuff in the, the Chocobo stuff, yes. the Square Enix yeah. stuff, um, that kind of thing. So, yeah, it's definitely a thing they're doing this season. Um, then... Well, yeah. Then Popico's... At the cinema, and the uh, is that the hipster character design he uses of the <laughs> the the girls that Popico gets annoyed at? He's constantly getting mm. text messages at the cinema, and it drives Pop- I I love the animation of Popico's eye when it's being glared at so by like, ah, the, yeah, yeah. the screen. Because uh, the first time's fine. It's like, oh fuck, I left my phone on. I got a message. Uh, let me just turn my phone off, and then you're done. Three fucking times. Three fucking times. Yes. Black. 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 Everything <laughs> <Yeah>. black. <laughs> yes, luckily Popico had bought a can of black paint and sprays everything with black paint. Including mm-hmm. the screen where they appear to be watching Goonies. I've at a scene for a long time. Yes. Like... <laughs> um, and then... Uh, oh yeah, PPB has got a giant lump of brown sugar. What are we going to do with it? <laughs> Savor it. Yeah, and then we get an ending, which I really like the gag of this. Of it appears to be incredibly straight until uh, Popico brings out her recorder, and then the animation style completely changes, and we get a very bad recorder version of the ending theme. Is, is there anything funny than like a bad recorder or like tin whistle? playing it's that's just, where the notes are slightly off yes it's like, mm, yeah. that's very satisfying it has yeah. to be just the right degree of bad like the old yeah Les Dawson you have to be, you have to recognize the theme the tune they're playing but they have to hit it like it must be like every third note wrong or something it's just kind of pathetic and mm. but it's still struggling on with some kind of misplaced bravery just yeah. yes. god damn it you can't it. you can't do it but you're gonna keep yes. trying aren't you but in this case, it's also the enthusiasm of which the suddenly animated Popico is playing the recorder uh, mm, adds it. to the humour. Oh, mm-hmm. if ever <laughs> if you've seen that the uh, the kind of weirdo film on Gaku or sound, uh, like delinquents, they form like a band of so ones. You got a dude on bass, you got a dude on drums. They got the scariest dude. He's got he's bald. He's got like a like a fucking like a mustache beard, and he's in fucking high school. He's going to jam out. On a recorder, so just going, <laughs> he's just going. He's a fun, toughest dude in mm-hmm. entire school doing that. Uh, uh, yeah, I wish Fuku Jaguar had got a better anime. Talking of recorder-based, uh, they got an anime. It no. did. It was Frogman produced. Ah, uh, there you go. <laughs> got a live-action movie as well. Um, but. Uh, yeah, it'd also be nice if somebody picked the comic up and translated it and released it so I could buy it. Uh, but I don't think that's happening any time in the future. Um, maybe when Roboco takes off and uh, Viz decide, let's go all on a all gag manga all the time, and then I'll be in Hogs Heaven. Getting there. We're almost at parity, I think, of yeah. uh, style of comic at the moment. Hmm. Uh, so that's probably pop, 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 I can't talk. Also, 
They did name it that way to make it difficult for people <laughs> to pronounce, yeah. That's true, yeah. I mean, the voice actors sometimes have trouble pronouncing the yeah. uh, title, so I shouldn't really complain. When they're trying to sell the DVD, which is the worst time to mispronounce the title. Yes. Uh, then we got Golden Camwe, Season 4, Episode 6, Sweet Lies. Uh, Love that song. Uh, so we've got a bunch of stuff here. We've got Tadagaki saying farewell to uh, Boner. 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 Yes. That's, uh, again, like, that is such a sweet relationship and it, it, it serves the two purposes. Like, it, it feels like a real good narrative arc for Boner as a character and it's just like, yeah, you can be happy here and I, I have to be happy to let you go and that kind of thing. But because of the stuff they talk about later, it's just like, and then Boner lived happily ever after. Unless there was like a big war involving where the Ainu live or something like that. I don't know, just just off the top of my head, then he probably wouldn't live happily ever after, yes, would so he? Right. He's got to be his own man now. I'm going to give you fucking, like, the gun of the man who saved my life. And hopefully we'll save your life some stuff. Until then, until you're able to stand up and be a tall man to serve you hold on to a tall like a boner. That's right, tall like a boner. Tall like a boner. Like boner. Yep. <laughs> it's like Fontana Gaki's doing this whole, like, you know, fucking, like, uh, responsibilities of a man, like, in Fast Fork. You know, he's, 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 he's a kind of big brother kind of, like, figure to this little, yeah. you know, he's got to race back now across the ice to his fucking, uh, his lover who's giving birth to his child. It's like, oh, God. He's just like, yeah, yeah. Like, we're, like, in a matter of weeks, he's going through all of this. <laughs> yeah, it's a very compressed, uh, dramatic timeline, but um, it is it is a really nice kind of summation of the, the character of Boner and his, his relationship with Tanagaki, um, but also like a reminder of things we need to protect. We like Boner. We like what's probably his girlfriend at this stage. I think we can call her his girlfriend. And it's just like, yeah, he's going to have a beautiful life if everything doesn't go to shit, which very soon <sighs> might happen. <laughs> uh, talking uh, of things going to shit, uh, <laughs> they figure out that uh, this is not actually uh, uh, your, uh, your boy's skin. Uh, and so yes, uh, Tony Angie. No. Yes, uh, we're going to beat the shit out of you, but we're not going to kill you because we want to let you go and take these other fake skins back to Ijikata. Wait, <laughs> why would I do that? Well, if I, I mean, like, let's say you didn't do that, and I had to kill your mother and your father and your brother and your sister, and uh, let me just name all the family members and of your yours dog and your cat and your herd of reindeer. And he knows them all by name. It's just like then they might get hurt. I don't fucking know. Off you fucking trot. Why are all the same car together? I mean, like that's a possibility, you know. Um, so like, and the idea that Tony Angie isn't dead and is like, oh, this is a plan for getting him out. But then the reverse plan of it was just like, okay, either A, he's a fucking dope who's been tricked into taking the skins or B, he's a spy sent to us to try and trick us, which is fantastic because he sent us all the fake skins, taking them off the board. So that's no longer a problem for us. Right. This is a probably fucking probably mess around with him and try and get more out of him by sending them backwards and forwards like this. So yeah. Yeah. But, you know, don't tell him anything, anything important. Train him wrong on purpose. Yeah, as a joke. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he's really got the shitty end of the deal from both ends of the stick. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I pity the poor bastard at the end of this. Because um, initially you see him breaking out and it's like, wow, he got out with the skins and Tony Angie's okay. And he got the shit kicked out of him because it was funny and it would help sell the story more. And now he's going to be played by both sides so they can play off yeah. each other. He's just a pawn. It's, it's, it's just like um like most any other Ainu person involved in this has sussed that like fun he fucking uh he doesn't give a good goddamn about the Ainu people so like it's bad news if one passed on to him 
but Aragorn is just fucking kind of caught in the middle of it. He's, just, he's very earnest, God bless him. He's like, he's, he has another head for this kind of fun sort of subterfuge. He can't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Um. Yeah, and meanwhile, uh, Kirito's like, hey, Sukashiba, uh, I need to have a word with you about this entire thing about me being kidnapped. Uh, there was an add up. And also, uh, uh, Agata's dad dying, the situation that happened there. And, yes. and he said that word, and I've been mulling over that, and it's been like, yeah, yeah that's. It, I bet you were one of those motherfuckers as well. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And it's like, even if that was the case, what the fuck could you do about it? And he lays out his thing of just like, I don't fucking care yes. what Sarubi's up it's to. It's like, I know Sarubi's pulled one over me. I know that soldier he, he, he brought in to get convince me to join a line with him and be in the 7th Division. That can't have been... It's like probably from my area, but probably not the person I thought it was. It doesn't add Because it was just too convenient. But like yes. it, it, but, but I this, want to see which way this is fucking going, yes. and I want to be on the winning side, basically. Yes, and you can't say anything because he'll just tell somebody to kill you, and it will probably be me. And then Kirito like, it, puts on... make it look like an accident, and your your dad will be real sad about it. And it's just like, yeah. So the what, most what are you gonna ridiculous do about... show of loyalty by spinning around on the ground, making a circle, <laughs> going, yeah, free speeches yes. thing, basically. He's what he's doing. I was like, and... oh my god, that's so devious. I did not know he was that desperate to have me in his fucking retinue. That is, uh, it's amazing. Honestly, that makes I, me I, love. I, I think fair play. Or... I think fair play. I'll, I'll be fucking like a Dan yeah. Fiddley played me. I'm, I'm, I'm grand. I'm grand with this. I, I will. Really say... funny about your, yeah. Your I... man. What's your man's name with the very little nose? I always forget his name. Sukashima. Uh, Sukashima is basically watching his pretend demonstration of abject loyalty by doing a little Three Stooges spin on the ground. And just like, yeah, that's what you pretend to fucking do. I'm not going to tell him you know all this shit, but I'm not going to fucking like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sell you out, but I'm not going to sell him out either. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just in it to see how it fucking goes. Yeah. I don't care anymore. I do like how so much more over the top the, loyal, the, the proving of the loyalty is in the anime with the voice performance than it is in the comics. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was definitely uh, one of these cases where it's improved. Uh, but overhearing all of this is Shirayashi, who's basically like, well, this really casts Sugimoto's terrible plan in an even worse light, so I'm going to get absolutely rat-arsed and then tell him off. <laughs> well, I was I was on my way to go and get rat-arsed anyway, so that that was that's not part of the plan, that's just me. While well, I'm in there, though, I'm going to have one for him, that son of a bitch, and go off and say, Sugimoto! You're just trying to fucking ease your own conscience and wash your hands in this whole situation. You're fucking coward. You're fucking is fucking nothing. You're fucking like, nothing. He's pointing out is just like you really think Sarumi's got the best interests of the Ainu at heart, huh? And Tsukamoto's like, yeah, well, a serpent can like strike a deal so he doesn't fuck with the Ainu. And he's like, uh huh. And you think he's going to stick with that? You think he's a man of his fucking word? And the best part is because he's he's wasted or post-wasted he's brought the cheapest prostitute he could he could afford back with him and she's also commenting now yeah, he's like saying, yeah man it's pretty <laughs> fucked up with you phone it's like a fucking surrogate daughter or anything why are you about to come we accomplish you got about her man i assume that sherry ashi has been explaining all the situation to her previously yeah. in, in while, while to, he was drunk obviously yeah, yeah basically to practice this Argument he's gonna have with Sugimoto, I imagine. You gotta help me come and have it out with this guy. Come on, I'll 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 pay double. It's cool. Oh, uh, I was just waiting to the very end of his fucking tirade because I knew at the end it was just so glorious to see it in motion when he falls over, pukes, and then farts. As well. And then he says, like, uh, does the episode fart. end with him like Sugimoto, like thinking it's like I need to have a really long think about this. He's just thinking to himself, and Shiryashi just saying out loud, <laughs> "I farted." 
Yes. <laughs> Fucking great show. Yeah. Uh, it is, but there we've got a long wait because it's off the air because somebody died and somebody who's That's essential to production. Somebody important. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would find out to read the manga. Coming back, yeah. but yes, obviously, I've read all the comic that's on. It's not a bad place to this for it to stop, like narratively, because it's basically it, it is. You've except, got a thing to think about, yes. so we've got space between. It's, that, it is a, yeah, you kind of like you kind of want to see Tanagaki go and rescue in combat. I think that's the thing that is oh, left hanging yeah, for sure. Yeah, mm. there's so much. To it. There's just like uh, there's definitely like a certain like panel I thought if it's going to leave off anywhere before it would be kind of great if when Surumi is like coming off the board and he sees a sword and he starts cackling like a madman uh, mm. that would be like you know a great place to leave it off I think like or wherever the volume left off I think it was like maybe close mm. to that even yeah. um, but yes so uh, that's where we are and we will replace this with Tatami Time Machine Blues that is up on Disney Plus now hmm. um but before we get to that next week, we've got Mob Psycho 100, Part 3, Episode 6, Divine Tree, Dimple Is. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, so Mob going 100% this time just means he just they have a long conversation about friendship and uh, Dimple comes around to like, what he was really after. What they were both really after were friends and they found their friends. Let's have a... It was amazing that his 100% was trust, the yes. emotion of trust. Trust and sincerity. The last thing of this episode is like, oh, the conversation is kind of going pretty well. And then Dimple says, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you wearing that dumbass shirt? It looks fucking stupid. That's the worst shirt I've ever fucking yeah. seen. What the hell, Mob? Are you wearing it as a prank? Is this sarcastic or something? And it's like, is Mob going to get really mad and Dimple's going to have to talk him down? It's like, no, Mob's like, thanks, Dimple. You're my one friend who will actually tell me is like, my shirt is ass. My fucking my my gear look just looks terrible because everyone else has been like, hey, you might want to change before you go out. It's like, hey, just just leave your uniform on. You know, it's just got more hit points or something. But Dimple will say, no, that shirt's ugly as shit. I can trust you, Dimple. That's why I've turned off all of my psychic power right now because I trust you one hundred percent. Yes, uh, yes, they have a conversation. Uh, they come around to decide, but Dimple comes around deciding, okay, yeah, I'm going to stop this plan. Let's both of us head home. Uh, the problem and it is, is a fair thing of, of of Mob pointing out is like the thing you wanted was for people to notice you and for people to care about what you say and what you do and shit like that. <clears throat> you don't want everyone in the world to do this. You just want a friend, bro. Yes, because he, he points yeah. out like when Dimple started this plan, he wanted Mob to come along and be part of this plan. He could have taken up the start. world without Mob yes. easily. But yeah. the, right at the start, start of the plan was Mob was invited along to this devious plan. Yeah. Um, and then, yes, then he comes around to realising that's what he wanted all along. But the tree is going to have none of it because it needs Bob to grow more powerful. Ooh. Mm. Um, and so Dimple has to fight the tree and eventually uh, sacrifice the last of his psychic energy to get Bob free of the tree. And then the tree ends up in space. And I was like, and Bob can't remember any of this. And he feels sad at the end and starts crying over Dimple. He doesn't know why, but he feels Dimple's gone. And then I was I was mm. sad for a bit. And then 24 hours later, I remembered, hang on, in this story, I believe Dimple has completely disappeared by using all his psychic powers before and has come back to life again. Or well, death again. He is well, a ghost. You, know. you can't kill a ghost. That's the point of being a ghost. Yeah. It's the whole thing, Nick. Their essence can be dispersed across the cosmos. Yes. Plus. They may be able to be an eventually before, or maybe after 100 years, maybe less than that. Yes. You know. Maybe after six more episodes. <laughs> 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 uh, 
But even then, it's still like uh, it's, it's very nice. It's just like one saying, "I don't want to stress the boy yes. out. I'm just gonna like you know, use my brain control powers, which is the one thing I can kind of exert." Because he's so weak right now. He's so weak right now. No, you go home and go to bed. No, it's just grand. If you want to take a rest, and you sit one, this is for them. This little, little green little ghost, Mary, for one saying, "Yeah, come on, film's over. Come on, I'll get see out you of there. I'll, I'll see you later." Just a little green man waving, and obviously it, it cuts back to what we, the audience, can actually see of the golden dimple, horribly injured by all the lasers that that three, tree has shot at him. <laughs> big giant face looming in the background there. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. This is a big one for spooky tree fights, I guess. Yeah, incredible yeah. action sequences. It's like fucking mm. like uh, fucking Macross out there. He's <laughs> launching like broccoli clones of himself. Just like and lasers. <laughs> Every time and lasers too. The lasers. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was very effective to the point where I'd forgotten that. Yeah, Dimple has got kind of disappeared previously. Uh, mm, so it, mm. I, it did was the thing I was remembering at the time of watching. I was like, "Hang on a second. Uh, I'm pretty sure mm. it's not going to give us this completely sad ending. Um, yeah, particularly halfway bit, through the series. You see, for the big half, it's sad for Marv because he's often be like the most like mature individual in the room. Like, most times, he's able to kind yes. of fun deal with these things. But now, like you know, fun saying, "Yeah, but like you you get hurt sometimes as well." You know, and it's not because anything of of your own fault or what someone else did to you. So it's like you know, you just feel fucking the sad man, and you know, much <laughs> much you don't know why, like. Like he doesn't know why, but he knows his friend isn't there, and he know like he has an inkling that his friend was hurt, probably for his benefit. That and he can't help him because his friend isn't there. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like we can tell between this and One Punch Man that one, the author is mm. like he's obviously studied very hard that whole the Superman fucking paradox. You know, fun. How yeah. does someone with that much power know have this much fun rebellion? You know, and something like that. Why couldn't you just do this? We're going to just do that. It's like, yeah, like you know, it's not about fucking you know how many fucking like uh, punches from Doomsday could he take. It's also like, yeah, how would he deal with a breakup? How would he fucking deal with fucking like you know just feeling like depressed and things? How do you feel just like you know you just feel like off today? And then what would you kind of do with that? And as well, mm-hmm. like with all the power you have, you know, that might not make you feel any better. I think. For the most part, Mob's got a good handle on that because he doesn't, he doesn't want anything kind of big. He doesn't want to do anything with his powers, even. It seems to be happening to be like, she's like, I don't know, like, uh, I got this kind of thing, you know, it's a kind of a weird health thing I have to kind of like uh, attend to at times. Besides that, that's when I live an average life, you know, get a girlfriend, yeah. you know, in a hot bod, and you know, and be totally ripped, you know, like, like all like young men want to be. Psychopaths and factor into that too much at all, really. Like, even Dimple mentions that, that he's never had to go and use as much power has access to as much power as mob has had except for earlier and he kind of is like you have all that power all the fucking time at mm. your fingertips and you choose not to use it and it like he he mentions it and it's just like that's i got a lot of respect for you kid you know that kind of mm. way it's one of the things that manages to to bring him down to to kind of ground himself when when he talks to mob yeah um yeah, I think there's clearly like three things which are probably going to have to be addressed. Is yeah, the uh, uh, the times he does lose control of his psychic powers, mm-hmm. uh, him confessing his love to uh, the girl who does not seem to be particularly aware that he exists, and hmm. I assume he's going to find out that Regan is a liar by the end of the series. Mm. And is that necessarily a bad thing? I guess is the difficulty there. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> because he's absolutely a guy who lies for his personal profit 
but also helps people by doing it. That it, is a major concern. But of he is an adult yeah. manipulating a child. He absolutely is. Quite often, not just mob. Yeah. yeah. Has, has Takahiro Sakurai recorded all of his lines already before he gets loses any more work? Hmm. Uh, the voice actor for Reagan, I guess, didn't know he was caught out. No one. It, it's this this like years long affair you know, behind his wife's back came to light, and yeah. you know, outside of him being like a dog, you know, at least as being consenting adults, I've seen worse things happen with when Japanese media figures who still get employed. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know what I'll come by that now, just yet. Hmm. Mm. And then I think we've all now seen One Piece film Red. Uh well I tried to Oh you tried to oh. Um <laughs> Well some of the very same things that you know uh Bukuru even being being were we were we able to go ahead as as planned, I would not have been able to fucking even like uh form the thoughts because I have not not one, but two building sites on either side of my uh. life. <laughs> and I was on uh, of of nights for the last two nights, so uh, that means I was not allowed to sleep during the day after working twelve hours overnight. Oh man! Uh, yeah. Oh. Um, so and as well, like you know, I was like, oh, there's actually a, a shot here. I might be able to get home uh, from work a little earlier on Sunday night, which means I can get up a little earlier on Monday afternoon and get out for a chance to see one of the films uh, and one of the show ones nearby. Mm. That didn't happen because it didn't pan out that night because you know for one thing. Right. Like that. And then, even then, I would not have been... I wouldn't be able to stay awake for the fucking thing. Uh, <laughs> so I think I've missed my window, but I'm fine with that. I mean, well, I thought, good. I thought I'd missed my window and I'd got whatever fluey bug that caused us to record two weeks' worth of, uh, of uh, episodes <laughs> last week. Uh, but it did it did play again uh, this past weekend, so I did get to see it. I could have done with Popico's can of black paint. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess like one being in London, you know, I had like, the best chance possible that it might linger onwards in some yes, like cinema I mean, out away somewhere. So we'll see. If I don't see it, I don't see it though. I'm gonna be okay. We'll probably that. see it eventually. It's not a big thing. Like yeah. oh, for sure. I mean, this is it's like definitely like these One Piece films have become like much more of a natural like no an event since yeah. since Zed, and it's just like oh yeah, yeah. it's like while it does not necessarily like no have this overriding effect on like, the canon One Piece story. It adds this like kind of resonance to certain elements of it. So the Oh, that's, that's the thing I want to say, yeah. It, it helps if, when you go and see it, you put into mind where the comic was at the point it came out in Japan. Because hmm. I think there's a bunch of stuff that either is revealed almost simultaneously where it's revealed in the comic, or just before it's revealed in the comic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we now know from the comic that it's well, it's been stated in the comic clearly that if you if a devil fruit user dies, it doesn't negate the effect of their devil fruit, hmm. and that is also revealed in the film as well. Yeah. Um, so there's a there's a few things uh, like that. Um, and obviously, there's a whole. Or they, they you put Shanks back in the comic around the time the film came out, in order to yeah, have you yeah. constantly thinking of Shanks. Um, well, we always. But yeah, it's the most amount of. It felt like the most amount of hints for future manga stuff that a movie has done. Yeah, like much yeah, like yeah. when they when they're like uh, on the, the couple of weeks break and they had out the um, here's like the, some of the bits of the story so far. I find here, huh, huh. Remember this? Yeah. Huh? Huh? 
Remember yes. this. <laughs> this would be important. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's uh, it also feels like a warm up for like, oh, this is what the the end of the thing will be, where we'll have people who previously were enemies will be teaming up against an even worse enemy. Um, hmm. Also, the the it's a terrible tease as well. There's so much stuff where the Shanks pirates are about to do something <laughs> cool, and then it cuts away <laughs> from the, the uh, Gab. Uh, it, it like, cuts away from them doing something yes. cool to someone yeah. simultaneously elsewhere doing a cool thing that's similar to that, but not that. Yes. That's those are the characters we already know, and we know what cool yeah. things they can do. He's been standing there with his arms folded and his coat knitted about his shoulders. He's going to do something cool. There's a background like guy on the Shanks pirates, and you know the way he's got a monkey right that monkey's yeah. as big as a guy now and it's like oh, that monkey's gonna, he's, 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 the monkey's going in and doing shit and then you don't get to see yeah. the monkey do anything i'm like ah, i want to see that monkey fight. yeah and the Literally. character gab like twice he's about to shoot twice. a beam out of his mouth and it cuts away before he gets well first of all he gets told not to do it no and... don't not now gab it's too soon to shoot laser. it's like he has a laser we gotta see that no no cap I'm full of giant lasers! <laughs> Which, turns out, if you've read the recent chapters of the comic, lasers are probably going to be important to the plot. <laughs> yes, very important. Everyone gets a laser now. All right, I see how it is. Also, there's one weird thing that I, I remember seeing where, it, like, so, like, some people have said that Shanks isn't like a guy who uses a sword. And this film kind of confirms it's like, no, I'm going to pull out my sword, set it on fire, and start, like, swinging the fuck around my sword. And it's like, yeah, he's a sword-using guy. Why would you question? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe because very uh, odd people. I don't know. didn't want to fight him. Uh, no, it, it'd be like it'd be like Quigley Down Under, uh, which is this amazing film with Tom Selleck as <laughs> yes. this cowboy, and it's like he's just like you no, know, he's like no best man shot in the west with a rifle. He hit it like you no know, fucking like a paragraph. He hit a penny like a kilometer away, mm-hmm. and he finally gets in a gunfight at the end with uh, fucking uh, Jesus, fucking. Willem Dafoe, and uh, Dafoe saying, "Yeah, I worked with a rifle, not so big, because you told me, like, no, yeah, that you that you don't shoot with a revolver. You know, use a rifle. And it's fun. Just go. <laughs> I said I don't shoot with a revolver. Didn't say I didn't know how to use one though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it feels like also like the thing which is most related to real world stuff because there's definitely stuff about coronavirus. There's stuff about YouTubers. There's stuff about yeah, yeah, being a viral influencer and and both like in terms of the influence and the the hope that you give to people as an entertainer, but also the obligation you feel towards trying to help them. Because yeah. it, it's just a person on a screen to you. It, do, it does that through the use of the fucking snails like it does always in one piece. <laughs> but the technology feels fine and it's just like it allows her to talk to her fans while being on an isolated yes. island and just going like, man, the world has so many problems. If only I could help. It does that introduce kind of the concept that there are apparently documentary makers in the One Piece world using these snails. Uh, <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> oh no, Island Music Festival goes wrong. Never heard this story before. Uh, yes, uh, that might also be part of it. Um, yeah, what else was going to say? Oh, yeah, but it's like the music industry like going back well into like uh, opera times, uh, like it get, like centuries worth yeah. of music industry commentary that it's making. Um, I yeah, like not just modern ones. There's like there's very few it. actual evil pirates, and one of them is a guy who wears a mask with his nose sticking out the top of it, which definitely seems to be like a pointed character design. Of like mm. <laughs> he's so bad he can't wear his mask properly. Uh, no, mm. admittedly he probably can't because he's got an incredibly pointy nose. Uh, but it did seem like a very uh, deliberate character design, mocking people. Who... You might so, you might find that yeah. a little 
three, three years into a pandemic, still can't wear a mask properly. Yeah, I, uh, it would be a commentary on masks and that. The, the other thing I was saying, no, you mightn't like, but I personally did. Would anytime it's like, let's have a big fight, and it's like, no, no, another musical number, and I was like, yes, another musical. Yeah, number. there's a lot of musical numbers, yeah. and the musical numbers it, are generally the best yes. looking thing. In oh, they're, they're they're one of the things that the, my local cinema happened to fucking show, and I was like, all right, not not fucking um, in subtitles and everything, fantastic, uh, that'll be great, but. The, the cinema was shite there was crap on the screen i was like uh but they have a good sound system so if you have like a decent head set of speakers or headphones <laughs> like yeah this there's some real bangers in there in this message group i mean of course i'd seen it if i'm saying this one piece film red it's the best macross film i've seen in years <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah I see. yeah uh no giant robots yet uh uh well well <laughs> don't go coming don't come on. <laughs> dim, dim, dim. <laughs> Haven't been there in some extent already. Uh, what is Frankie, you know, if not a giant? Well, he's a giant cyborg. It's different. Yes. He doesn't, you know, get, he doesn't, get a, doesn't get a break show good out, unfortunately, in this. Um, mm. Yeah, they. Uh, there's, there's a few. It, it's not as consistently well animated as Stampede. I still think Stampede is yeah. probably my favourite out of the non Baron uh, or Matsuri. Uh, one piece mm. movies yeah well the, the, I, I saw the wonders like uh they they had like you know an, a hand animated giant robot and then they also had you know one the yes. more cg animated bigger thing that came later on afterwards and well, it was like you know again toy were trying that interplay between yeah. like the, the cg thing that they did with dragon ball super broly and then dragon quest and then with superhero yeah uh, I, I think superhero is a better movie than red um though Obviously, the Super Japanese box office does much not much more character-driven uh, one, and yes. one that's kind of been like, "Come on, pick a lot of the movie." Yes, give me. Give it's me, give just, me. It was just like, oh, <laughs> they had like the, the, the confidence, no fun saying we are yeah. like a large event We can like put out like this film, which is kind of about the B team characters, uh, if you yeah. want, if, if even that of the Dragon Ball universe, and we can make it have resonance, make it have sticks. We're going to put like Vegeta and Goku in there so you get like satisfied in that front. It's going to be about, again, the fucking ordinary granddad of <laughs> Dragon Ball Universe who answers his phone like that even though he used to be the Demon King. <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely a better film and it's not the best One Piece film, but um, I did I did thoroughly enjoy my, my time with it. I thought it had enough um, it had enough decent fucking character moments and everything to to justify watching and everything, yeah. Yeah, it's got some gags that will stick with me as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. And, and like, they, they feel like gags within the One Piece world. Because um, mm. it has, like, a luffy drawing gag, which is a thing we've not had for quite a while. Um, <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, we haven't got carrot around anymore to do it all, so we had to... <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot <laughs> yeah, carrot's yeah. really good at drawing. Um... Well, in one style, but yes. In one style, which is, yeah, more than... <laughs> well, yeah, I guess there's... The, no, the, they're photos, aren't they, on the... Uh, it was The only drawing we had was the drawing of Sanji, which was also bad. So generally, <laughs> it's people are bad at drawing in this universe. <laughs> yeah. Bad at talking about their pasts and bad at drawing. Um, yeah, so uh, apparently it looks like it's still in London till the 24th, Nile. Let's see what happens. Yes, mm. so you got you got a chance. Um, then let's pick Nile's brains. Uh, what do you think of the end of Cyberpunk? Uh, uh, 
it was a story about crime. It was always going to end fairly tragically. Uh, yeah. Particularly when you have factor in this is part of like a larger video game universe. These characters, you know, are not going to have any kind of big effect. You know, this whole thing would get involved with the corporate plot, but it's going to end with them. You know, they'll, you know, get away from it, or they're all, or they're going to put and die in the process of it. So kind of anyways, no way. But like Faraday was a dude in the game, but it did kill him off, didn't they? No, Faraday's not in the game. No, he was he's not in the game. No. All right. They've, I his name. The guy with the, the mustache. Yeah, they've, uh, they've, like the, they've, the DLC has added the driver and the three new missions into the game. Mm. Oh, okay. So, right. so I think they act as like a sequel to the uh, the Alibi. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But it's kind of like, you know, it's the kind of gangster film storyline where like, you know, now you've achieved these sites, you're always going to be kind of watching your back because uh, like... The more you kind of seek to kind of insulate yourself in this world, you expose yourself to more of the dangers of it. So it's really yeah. when you kind of one way to do it, and because of the things you the things you've done to get this in, to achieve this insulation or whatever you want to call it now, that's the, that's the way you're going to go out in it. And mm-hmm. as thing of one Lucy Fun was in this trying to keep him away from it, and he was trying to do the same for her, and Fun saying we kept neither of each other out of it. And so yeah, as long as you can get one or both of us out of here somewhere somehow as long as someone gets away from it because they fucking take out fucking even Becca like you know she's like being like the fun rascally mascot of this thing for so long and then it's fun mm-hmm. saying no nope. she gets kind of fairly ingloriously just kind of smushed you know mid-sentence even and uh, it, I, I thought the way she was taken out was very like a, a nice combination of um comedic and uh, tragic at the same time because mm. it's very much so it's like fuck you we're having a moment as, as she, before she gets yeah <laughs> it's very Imayushi yeah. because of because I, when i first saw gurren lagan the thing it reminded me of is that tex avery cartoon bad luck blackie which ends <laughs> with um the cat con- walking constantly in front of the because uh, the the end is the bulldog paints the bad luck black cat white so it won't mm. cause bad luck to it anymore when it walks in front of him and so the kitten mm. who the cat's been protecting paints himself black and then starts walking in front of the dog and then a succession mm. of larger and larger items fall on top of him mm. and the way it escalates that's what i was reminded of when i saw gurren lagan because gurren lagan is a thing which just escalates bigger and bigger. <laughs> but yes the f- large objects falling on somebody is also in that and that is how rebecca goes out in the uh, in edge runners is uh adam smasher who cannot die because mm. he's in the video game uh falls yeah. on top of him. <laughs> so i knew as soon as he turned up with one where he's going to either win or at least fight to a draw uh but probably in the process even if, if even if he managed to win you wouldn't kill him smasher and david would probably just be fucking just explode his own brain in the process uh, well, even even in that adam smasher was like hey kid you're pretty good you want to get like done up like me and be like one of the end bosses in the game or something like that and david's like Ah, I'm good here, basically. Uh, I'm I just wanted yeah. to get out of this. I just, I just wanted to be a big man. It's not quite that that he offers him. Uh, you have to play the game to find out exactly what he offered him. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, nothing good, basically. It, 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 he offered him a step worse than where he's already fucking at, which is yes. pretty fucking bad. Yeah, I saw a thing in there. There was like a, a drink you can get in the bar and I'll call it the David Martinez. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> can't pull one out for him. Uh but then it was like you uh, used to kind of having your Imaishi and Trigger things be this kind of very boisterous thing, this ragtag bunch of misfits who are going to fucking like fight away to it. Some of them might die along the way, but they're going to get to the end of the thing. 
But, but no, actually, when they do fight and they get away, then they fuck up a lot of dudes in the process and really like get one over on the on Faraday who like did them wrong as well. But it's then there's nothing kind of glorious about it now. One of most of them get one killed in the process, and that that's kind of it. So it's just to have this like um, I kind of fucking like have like a blunt and abrupt ending to it now. One you kind of used to kind of things from him having this like kind of glorious triumphant moment, but it's just immediately dashed by uh, <laughs> just two turning up and destroying everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of it, you know, it, it, it fit in very well with like uh, the just the whole thing. It, it is like a crime story, and after seeing what happened with Min midway through it, I think our anime protagonists are like. Lucy, just like, you know, you believe me, right? You can do it. I can do this. We know this guy, the power of friends, the power of belief, and saying, that's right, David, you can do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. So yeah, it isn't, yeah. isn't that kind of thing, man. And you had your fun option then to, like, all your fucking, like, uh, all your fucking good intentions, all your fucking fun positivity got, like, extinguished that there. So your choice to either fucking, like, you know, move away from this, lest it fucking take one for or you did what he, David did, and he just went, went double down, baby. Fun. Let it ride and yeah. see what happens. And this is what's going to happen to us. It's going to go. There's no other way it's going to happen to us. And he talked. He was like the the David face as they're driving away from that midpoint in the season when everything went to shit, where he's like the the life is just drained out of his face uh, has become a meme of just like I guess I'm dead inside kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. It, it, it's a it suggested then of oh he'll be different. You know it's going to be different for him because he's the anime protagonist because he is like you know the uh, kind of. A conditioning where you can kind of take on more implants without the bimogenesis so much. It's like, yeah, yeah uh, he's uncommon. He's fairly rare to come across, but I don't think this is the first one of them they've ever come across. He's not like fucking Adam Jensen in Deus Ex, where he's like one in one, one in one trillionth of a chance of that being born. It's just like, they probably come across a lot of dudes like David all the time. It's just like they aren't that common. And this is just like for another one or little gambit, sort of corporate gambit, just to kind of try it out and see what would happen with it. And then, like, yeah, it's that's not it. that it gives him plot armor by having this unique ability. It's it, it's like, oh, that's just going to draw you further into this thing. And the further you go into this thing, the more you're going to die, basically. Um, you thought it was special. It could be, yes, because took the wrong example from it. Point he's surprised that Adam Smasher has a Sandivistan as well, isn't he? He's like, with, yeah. yeah. When Adam also uses it, he's like, "You've got one as well." And yeah, it's like, "Yeah, of course, do. Mm. The professional." Um, <laughs> so, I saw what happened to me. That what happened to me, man. I'm different. You know, I, I'm not going to make the same mistakes he did. You make all the mistakes that he did. Yeah, because um, yeah. he probably he probably thought he was special too. He probably thought he, you know, if he, if he had, had a little bit more, he could have fun. You know, he used to be a guy, skinny little jogging man. If, if, if he thought he had a little bit more, he kind of get past that desert in his own mind, man, his own making. He could probably do it, but like, no, nope, he's playing. Mm type of psycho like everybody else who goes down Futura that way so yeah it's again it, was, it wasn't everybody's taste to like fun you just fucking kill it sure. off everybody you know in the last episode it's like yeah that was the only way I was going to think because remember like outside of the fun story I was trying to tell which was only ever going to end that way like at mm. best um, at least fucking Lucy got away for god's sake um Again, attached to like a large media conglomeration thing, you know, a large multimedia fun thing. These guys aren't like in the game; they aren't important to the thing, and they're not going to do anything. It's going to like rock the boat too much of what they're going to try to do in the games or any kind of extra thing and stuff going forward. So wow. you should like really watch out for any of these guys and don't get too attached to them. Uh, except, of course, they now bring out a pen and paper edition of the role playing game 
called uh, Edge Runners, uh, announcing the Edge Runners mission kit. Well, it's uh, come all the way around. It has, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so I'm, there's the question of like, oh, maybe Edge Runners is so popular that, yes, maybe maybe they will be combined more into the uh, any it's... future video game outings. <laughs> Again, like you know, <laughs> I think it's it's looking very well, and is is probably the video game was kind of revived thing is probably still the second most like enjoyed thing of this franchise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at, yeah, at the least, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the bottom will always be Cyberpunk three point uh, That will always be the the bottom of uh, the barrel of this franchise because mm. nobody liked that. Uh, <laughs> Mm. Yeah, particularly because of the uh, the scrimping on art, uh, like just mm. dressing up dolls and taking photos of them was part of it. Mm. Yeah, it was an attempt to like uh, take things like Snow Crash and like more recent things within the genre at the time, and then add that into the uh, the cyberpunk yeah. world. Altered mm. Carbon, because yeah. fucking regular Carbon. And uh, yes, people didn't take to it, particularly because it also looked so amateurish compared to stuff which was starting to come out. Because I think Wizards yeah, of the yeah. Coast had bought TSR by that point, and then uh, yeah, suddenly you had uh, proper production values on role-playing games. Mm. Uh, and then Dragon Quest Nile. What do you think of the end of Dragon Quest? Tears. Tears. <laughs> uh... You like Kilvern that much? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fun. I, I just like it. You know, it have like the you get you kind of have seen something like this happen before, and you have an idea of of how it's going to kind of go down, and it goes down most of sort of kind of that way. Yeah, and it has these kind of kind of swerves in there where it does kind of kind of tricks you out. Like, oh yeah, fun on top. Looking. Uh, Baron comes back. This is fun. This stand ghost is there for saying, "Die, it's my sword boy." It's fucking been summoned from fucking from from Earth to fucking to the, the land in right up in here in space. You you gotta use it, son. It's full of my fucking spirit. You gotta take him out in one shot, boy. Everyone's saying, "I'll do it, Dad." And it's fun. Yes, he's gonna do it. No, he doesn't do it. He fucking came out at a weird angle and I snapped it. It's like even Baron's ghost is shocked. It's just like. That was oh, very funny. I had like the whole the, speech. The whole speech I gave. It was you. nearly the theme tune playing. It was like, oh, the music's kicking in. This is it. This is it. And, so, and uh, everyone's just like, wait, what? And it's like, yeah, I cheaped you out. I closed the eye at the last second. Ha ha. <laughs> but I uh, know you got fun, no fun. Like your dad's brought you this far, but you gotta be your own man. Grasp your own blade and fucking take him out in fun. It's a very satisfying fashion, you know, fun. Mm. And then it's just like you know. He doesn't get any last words. You're just fucking turned to ashes now. You're off into the cosmos. You're fun done with. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, oh, no, we're going to catch die. It's okay. Everyone's fine. Everyone's waiting for you here, man. Yeah. And then, actually, hello, it's me. Yes, as you probably guessed, you know, from all the clues we left, it was actually me, the little tiny little imp man who's controlling Kilburn all along. <laughs> it's a puppet. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So fun. <laughs> I, was, I imagine it was still like the same actor just going like, no, if we just bring a voice up highlight this, no, I suspect it's me doing the same voice. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. The one saying, well, I hate to be a bastard, but I'm going to be a right bastard now. <laughs> and he gets killed. You they fucking chop him up, but it's, it's not enough then. And uh, 
it just really just like uh, pulls the guts out of this victory because uh, they go so far into it and then like uh, I think when the back of my mind yeah that whole thing you know, about Kilvern you know it was kind of still a bit kind of mm, a bit kind of hazy really there on that yeah. now I wonder if that ever going to be oh yeah oh there it is yeah there it is right there he's fucking there now he's going to fucking spoil the victory party for everybody uh and it's fucking die winds up getting taken out, or at least to their knowledge anyway. And you think, oh, there was like so many fucking dudes there. You would think like, oh, like uh fucking type one like an Avan. You no, know, if he's gonna be like the old hero who's gonna give it up one last time for the let the, the younger ones shine through. You're talking fucking like uh got his fucking name already. But the dude who keeps like almost killing himself. <laughs> um handsome and serious. Yunkle, yes, that's Uncle. Oh, no, Yunkle's fucked. It makes sense to me that Dying Pop... I thought the... maybe he could be Hebo go, but like, you know, something like that. It makes sense to Dying Pop were the guys who could get to it the quickest, because, you know, they're both yeah. they're both like the top guys uh, of their heroes, I think. Yeah, just for, just for somebody, like, uh, to be the one that gets taken out, you know, like, you know, in the course of trying to save the world, and, and oh, he's like the main character, yeah. But as they kind of see the fun saying, well, you know, the story planted in his grave, the duel, the lightning, it hasn't gone out this yet, so funny. it's really sad. It's fucking, he's gone. It's not, like, putting physically in our world anymore, it feels like, but he's alive in all our hearts, and he's still apparently alive somewhere. Heaven, the underworld, the universe, he's somewhere like that. So he's got kind of those sort of puts in it, but it's, just, it's like, uh, just... Again, really kind of like, you know, putting you at a very great height of emotion and then just like fucking slamming you fucking down <laughs> all of a sudden like that. I think that, that's really innovative. Mm. I remember this, this comic began from 1991 and wherever stage this fucking ended at like then. It's just like, this is like, I can understand then, you know, and as I've been saying all this kind of while, and it's from, so apparently right up to the finish that, yeah. Why wouldn't you try and crib some of that? Like, you know, why couldn't you like take that whole thing? And this, this is showing, like, you know, yeah, just a very thing, you know, fun. You guys keep thinking of fun, go right with this kind of thing, go right with this kind of thing, you know, fun, power, of friendship, fun. Like, that's kind of fun. You have guts and go my way through. Yeah, but what if you fucking got guts and it still doesn't fucking work for you? You know, what if the dog die? It's actually just that much better than you. That doesn't matter. And you got to come up with a different plan to get all together to fucking take him out. Hmm. But I, I've seen so many shows and various things like, like do the the heroes win in the end but then there's a one last rug pull to make it a tragic ending but this show did it differently in that it ends with the tragic ending but ends it with like a a, a thing of hope they know mm. he's still alive they so they feel like he's they're going to see him again someday and they're making the world a better place while he's while he's not there at the time and i was just like yeah i i, I kind of much more appreciated that like rather than just going with the oh man it's the downer ending oh okay yeah well, what I always thought was great uh, through the whole run through is that it was addressing the doubts that the young heroes had. Yeah. Because who wouldn't fucking have that thing? And if he had, like, you know, they don't get over it all in one go. It's, it's actually like a little, like, fucking complex that they're going, going through. They kind of got to come through the long thing. It's frequently between fucking die and pop. And that's why they're the kind of core of the thing. Pops the heart of the team and dies the hero. But fun, you can see how Pops the heart of the team because he's like lads that have been together like from like from the, from the beginning of the thing. They've been trained together. They're apprentices together. Mm. But whenever one of them is fucking really fucking down, the other dude is do is he's right in the right place for and bring his body back up and, and they keep going around like that. Mm. Um, just the whole thing was even Pop, uh, he all the way through fun, I cannot let anybody know how insecure I'm feeling about the the fucking big plan we got to the, to break into the Demon Lord's castle because mm-hmm. 
I gotta come up on a day. I gotta fucking just catch keep trying to answer the can. Because if, if I fucking let this, if I let everybody down, I don't know how I, I forgive myself. I don't know how they would forgive me. They probably fucking wouldn't. And he's fucking grappling with that. And this is a dude who can erase matter with his fucking bare hands. He's got this fucking crisis of confidence like that because I get, yeah, that's one that's well and good. But why was that still not good enough? Because some of these dudes are up against, and it was very good at that as well. Like the mm-hmm. ramped up as well when when they got to Vern uh, at the end, when become sexy young Vern, and he's got a plan for everything. He swats every fucking thing they have down, and it just really leads you on. It's like, fun, yeah, it's fucking. They really fun do a good, really do a good job of fucking trying to just put you right in the fun pits. But then when it raise you back up again, it's so exultant and glorious. Um, mm. uh, I haven't had like something do that for me, like you know, for a long time. Outside of like you know, <laughs> they've kind of overdone it now. But when like uh, they had the thousand episode of One Piece and it's one saying, oh, they did they did the old intro, but it's like you know, been updated with the new designs and they've fun played the fun team song was punching the shit out of someone and fun that's that's really good. But they've been kind of overdoing that. But it's kind of felt like yeah. you know that feeling, but. Able to kind of get that going on multiple times in different ways across the way, and it's just like, uh, like this fun, fantastic fucking stuff. You know, I when, well, I, I got up there on Saturday morning, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm up now. Uh, gonna have put some breakfast on. Gonna have fun tidying things up. And one thing, I have breakfast. I might want some Dragon Quest. Oh, that's, that's not on anymore. <laughs> it becomes no, such this like fragment. It's such this like <laughs> fragment. This like thing I look forward to like all oh, the most every week because it was almost this consistently really good, satisfying little nugget that I would always get. And... If it didn't get the animation right, which is uh, now and again, but uh, like it, it would get the emotional highs and lows exactly fucking right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've always thought as well the acting was a brick important yeah. of this. Um, fucking. Um, I've. I pick up on him now a lot more um, in other things as well. The dude who played Pop, because again he's brilliant at that. At from forgetting that kind of that insecurity, that kind of braggart bravado as well. And then the actual genuine. No, no, I've fucking got this. Fucking, you know, fun. I'm fucking like you know, up against the fucking darking. My shirt's blown off, showing off my sexy fucking rippling muscles. Even though I'm made for and saying I'm gonna fucking even though I'm alive only like a millisecond in your point of view, for I'm gonna fucking go for it. He had all the kind of things of that and. Hmm. Like all the cast, like were really good at like breaking that across, but like him in particular, um, hmm. yeah, like literally don't know what what one what one can do without it. Like there's nothing really play pair play Dragon Quest, play Dragon Quest. But it's normally to kind of compare with it, like um, in the same kind of way. It's corny fucking fucking cliche shonen shit. It is the it is the er <laughs> fucking cliche yeah. corner. and it's it, 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 it will unlock so many things for you for like not just shonen up comics. A lot of comics have been made in the last like two decades. You can kind of understand this one saying, yeah, they've just kind of shown that not to imitate every move that they do, but to kind of the method you can kind of use. By literally fun changing the phone one letter around or something like that, or literally fun saying instead of fun right go left or fucking go upwards or fucking diagonally, you can actually really just suddenly just uh fucking make a tired old thing some super fresh and fucking like exciting again. Yeah, because I'm looking at like the big ones from prior to that. I guess maybe Saint Seiya does that have like the same sort of teamwork of pop and die. Because hmm. Dragon Ball doesn't really have that. It's it's people getting the shit kicked out of them and then Goku 
Goku saves I mean, like, them. It's, Dragon Ball's done that in, in later times. Like, it, I think... I guess it kind of starts with Z because Goku and Piccolo have to team up, basically. Like, that's how that kind of thing opens. And then, like, even in um, the end of Super, uh, it's it's like, okay, everyone beat up on this one fucking guy. But Goku and Krillin yeah. never feel like uh, Diet Pop do here. No, never. no. Yeah. Um, it, it's much more like uh, Luffy and Usopp, uh, even though yeah. uh, even though I think you know Luffy is kind of a bit more Goku and surpasses Usopp in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, yeah. But there's like things like Crocodile. He's a lot like fucking like Jimbe. Yes. He's a character, this kind of weird monster uncle man. Um, there's definitely there with fucking Yunkel. That's the Zoro that there upon. He's like he's <laughs> almost he's he's literally had the Grim Reaper appear before yes. him like in recent chapters. Like so that's there's so many like uh, echoes out from this thing. Like you know, but not just in like One Piece but so... other things. Even even though it's like the the original text for like what a lot of things kind of crib notes from this uh, to do their thing. Like it it does things really nicely. Like one of my favorite characters I didn't expect to be um, him because. He's the, ver- I'm very serious. I'm the proud warrior. I punch things with my fist, which is very much so my thing. Um, but <laughs> uh, then he becomes, no, no, no. Make that very serious. Very, I'm all about fighting and honor and all that shit. And make him a comedy character. It's like, yes, that that's it. You got it. That That's how you do that. You take the very serious character and you take the piss out of him all the fucking time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at like the things before this. I think, yeah, the, probably the gaps in my knowledge. Are, I've not watched enough Saint Seiya. And I've not watched sure. enough Captain Tsubasa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can read all of Sensei in your Shonen Jump. I can, from... yes, I should probably do that. Um... <laughs> I, I, I've been doing that. It's uh, I've, I've, I kind of went like I didn't even get to get that that, that too far into when I was watching it even. Um, but mm. so I kind of went fairly early on. It's kind of rough going early early on. Uh, but I know uh, it really fucking gets like uh, up to it when they start taking on like the the gold saints who are the real the real contenders to the to like the the title. Um, okay. And it's only kind of in the anime name for one saying, now you follow all the Greek like things, you got to fight all the Norse like saints and their <laughs> clouds based on Fenrir and and Jormungand and shit. Um Yeah. Uh, so that's mm. it for this week. Uh exactly the same things next week, but without Can We and with Time Machine. Mm. Uh might make mention of the Gundams, because I've been up on that. Um that's been it was, it was it was on like a recap one there already um just, <laughs> this last weekend because so of the golf i believe i think it was due to golf yeah uh, uh and not all, quite not all the way up on this bus the um actually made war it may not be the best thing airing in this series that would be mm-hmm. like a barista competition but i find it often one of the more most entertaining things i watch in the week okay um, well, I've not watched any more. I discussed the Eurosite Zero episodes I'd watched uh, last week. Uh, mm-hmm. And Ted oh, has still yeah. not appeared, too... so um, <laughs> I won't be returning it until Ted shows up, I don't think. I don't, yeah, and I'm, sh- I'm assuming Ted will show up before uh, Ryu because they're generally doing stuff in the order of the comic, just mm. jumping here and there to introduce people in a way they find most suitable. They basically... Mm. But yes, as I said last week, Mendow is the only one where I can hear the performance and accept it as Mendow and not hear the previous voice actor in my head going mm. and comparing the new one unfavorably. Because uh, Mamoru Miyano definitely just 
goes hell for leather on <laughs> being Mamoru and Shotaro uh, <laughs> Mendo, rather. And uh, yes, yeah, so it's just like this, they, and they get in the I'm Afraid of the Dark stuff super early as well. Um, that's like the second story in the episode he's introduced in, is the one where they go in the caves, just so they can establish that gag. Because they know, yeah. they know, they know he can do that voice. He's going to be great doing the sudden change from suave to absolute panicked. Why would you? Why would you wait? Just get that out mm. there straight away. Yeah, um, just, just, just let him in, or just let him ride, man. Just let him do his thing. He's a force of nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. I did say last week I will probably check in when they do the, the disco one. The, the due to ah, well, for research purposes. For do science, for research yeah. purposes in case. Yeah, because that that panel needs to be longer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, special extra long. Uh, no, I, I did an extra. That was the last time I did it. Long was, play edition. <laughs> that's what it was called. I <laughs> know oh, it was extended play. I think I called it. Yeah, so it would be long play. It was an hour, then it was ninety minutes as extended play. So yes, long play would be a two hours, which would if you, probably just about get everything I found into the panel. If you get it long enough, you can make two panels out of it and make an A side and a B side. That's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh yeah i don't i don't intend to run that panel again anytime soon but i am curious as, i'm always curious in a disco scene in, in a cartoon so do you see pretty good uh particularly in like if uh, anything is made but i know in, in the decade of the 80s they're usually frequently one of the better bits you're going to get because it's like one, yes it's like a wild disco which will sub off would usually generally ends in a one massive brawl in the bar or in a nightclub. I mean, Yogi uh, Galaxy Goofups, yeah, they made sure they went to a disco every single episode. <laughs> Step up, or so you at, so come on. <laughs> yeah. What are you playing at? I expect it to be quite good because it, even oh. when it's not in the disco, it does appear that the animators would love to draw Lum dancing at any point possible. Uh hmm. Because uh, quite often it could be quite a staid episode, but whenever Lum's on screen, she's getting a bit more animation than everybody else is. Um, swish, swish. Yes. Um, I assume I wait all the merchandise. I saw there was like a pop-up store full of merchandise uh, in Japan, of course. But uh, mm. I assume that will be filtering through to other output shortly. And then I'll be like, do I need to buy your Sarasura merchandise in the year 2022? Possibly not, because it's probably all going to have lum on it, whereas I'd probably buy it if it had cherry on it, more than if it had lum. I think you're a couple of decades later, my friend. Yes, I think I am. I think it's all going to be lum all the time. Um, Just a tiger print is very easy to put on a pair Uh, pair of runners or or Yes, which is odd, because eventually she won't be wearing that at all, because I think she stops wearing it after a point, and she's just wearing human clothes. Um, that's well, definitely the one the animators want to animate it. Ah, well, it'll always be there in the opening in the iCast. That's exactly, yes. Uh, <laughs> I think what she... I think I saw... I'd have to go and check. I think it's like in the second half of the original anime, she stops wearing the tiger skin. And I think she's generally stops wearing it once she enrolls in the skull in the comic. Hmm. Um, but they haven't got to that bit. She's just hanging around the skull at the moment. Um, being... Uh, annoying and upsetting to Onsen Mark. Um, but yeah, that's it. We'll be back next week with more of the same. Ta-ta for now. Bye. Later. Let me stop that stream.